I'm John Chafee. I'm Johnny Radcliffe. And I'm Jonathan Hobbs. And this is episode one of the J3 Youth Ministry Podcast. Thank you for downloading and listening to this maiden voyage of our podcast. Our hope is that through what we do here that we can inspire and equip people that are in the trenches of youth ministry. We're going to be doing interviews with youth ministry veterans and also some people that you wouldn't necessarily expect to say something about youth ministry, but have something valuable to speak into our world. The basic breakdown here is that we'll begin the podcast by just shooting the breeze a little bit, and then we'll head pretty quickly into the featured interview. We're really excited about the different interviews we have lined up and that are coming at you this season. And that and that's the real meat of what we're doing here, those interviews. Afterward, the three of us will then discuss the interview and kind of reflect on it a bit. Our hope is that we can inspire and equip people that are in youth ministry, which the three of us are. We are youth directors, we are youth ministers in churches, and have been for quite some time, and some would argue perhaps for far too long. (laughs) You might notice that this episode is a good bit shorter than the others, and that's because instead of a featured interview, we just want you to meet the hosts. And so we're going to start that off with the man, the myth, and the legend, Mr. John Chafee. My name is John Chafee. I was raised in South Jersey down by the beach. I have actively been a part of a church in some capacity pretty much since I was a young, young kid. But I've been a part of youth ministry for about 15 years in some way, shape, or form, either through church or camp ministries. You can't come on here and not talk about the Appalachian Trail. What's that about? So in 2015, I hiked from Georgia to Maine. Whoa. Did 2,189 miles, slept outside over the course of six and a half months. But one of the best things about that was it was a season away from the church bubble. And so I had the opportunity to step away from ministry for a bit and then come back to it, which I think has given me some really interesting insights as a result of having conversations with atheists and Buddhists and ex-Catholics and recovering megachurch Christians. It was a really good, a good experience. Hmm. And during that six and a half months, were you like, did you sleep in a, like a building building? No. No. And for the entire six and a half months, you were camping, basically. Uh, for the most part, I slept always in a hammock. I had a tree hammock and yep. I had a rain yep. cover tarp that went over me, but other people had tents and they had to worry about puddles and roots and rocks and finding flat ground. And I could just clip up Zip. between two trees and man, I'm not take a, a nap. Man. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's, it was also uh, really easy to wake up in the middle of the night and check to make sure that sound wasn't a bear. Yeah. I just had to sit up, look, and then lay back down. Wow. Terrified thinking of it. Yeah. It really is amazing to hear him talking, and I go, wow, wow, I'm a, I, I've done nothing exactly. with my life. I'm I'm done useless. nothing. Why am I here? Thanks a lot, John. Yes. Man. Speaking Being of done nothing. Yes. Mr. Johnny Radcliffe. Mr. Nothing coming up. Tough act to follow. Hey, uh, my name is Johnny Radcliffe. Uh, so, a little bit about me. I am a Philly area kid and uh, grew up there, had an amazing youth group experience, but went to college to study history. I was very convinced I was going to be a history teacher since ninth grade. Uh, even made a bet for $37.42. 
that that would happen. Guess what? I lost that bet. I remember a time I was at a chapel and I just had no intention of going into ministry. And I just felt the Lord really moving in my heart in a weird way. Like, And then at that point, I just was asking God, like, God, who's going to do this? And then he just... I, he looked at me and kind of shrugged his shoulders. I don't know if God does that, but that's how I pictured it. And I was just like, oh, I guess it's me. So from that point, I uh, had a great mentor just line up an internship that led to another internship. And uh, here we are today. Been a youth pastor in Pennsylvania and in Indiana, believe Indiana. it or not. Indiana. That's mm. why'd you say it like that? Uh, you know, I. It's not southern. It's not a southern. I, I apologize, it's southern easy. listeners. It's easy to say Indiana with a southern accent, though. It is, and you know what? Yeah. It was country, like Rowan, Indiana, population four hundred. Oh, it was beautiful. Four hundred. I think I, yeah. I haven't even seen wow. it. It well, could have been four. I wouldn't. Well, know. you, you and your wife left, so three hundred. Three hundred ninety-eight. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't forget my two dogs too. Oh, they, they probably count to pad the yeah, numbers. I'm guessing. Solid. Uh, but we, uh, after that, we went back to the Philly area, and here we are today. Well, very cool. Very, very cool. I, I do need to know, um, did you pay up the, 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 the bet? Did I pay up the bet? Actually, you're not going to believe this. On Sunday, this I did. This past Sunday. This past Sunday. This Sunday. My, uh, my friend turned 30, and what I did is I actually made a display out of it. That's yes. awesome. Like, a couple days ago. Love so, it. yeah, I guess we'll turn it back to Jonathan here. Tell oh. us about yourself. The thing that you said, you know, the, the whole idea of calling in, I felt I, I, there's no other word for it. It's kind of like when you fall in love, you're like, oh, this is love. Mm. Uh, when I experienced calling, I was like, oh, th- this is what they were talking about. Uh, I, I have absolutely no doubt that I was called into youth ministry very young age. Uh, ninth grade is what I figured out it was youth ministry. I felt called even younger than that, and I really resisted it. I did not want to, uh, you know, wear the black robes and all that kind of stuff. But when I when I learned about uh, youth ministry, it just it just clicked, and I was like, "That's it. That's what I'm supposed to do." Poor the guy. We- yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Bad news, John. Oh, but man. and it was just you know, obviously, when you're doing what you're meant to be done, what you're wired to do, you're just clicking on all cylinders, and that's the way I felt with every part of my being. However, if you ask me, oh, when did you just give it all to God, John? When when did you just totally commit? It's actually later that I, th- that story actually happens a couple years after that. So I would argue that I felt the calling sooner than. I completely submitted to Christ, and and that and, and again that that might be something we need to come back to because yes, theologically uh, speaking, yeah. that is oh, I don't I know think, about that. We just lost ten listeners. I was like, going right to you uh, disregarded. But you may have just gained another ten elsewhere. Yes. <laughs> so tell your friends. You but yeah, so that uh, so I've been do I've done youth ministry all over the country. I have done it in New Mexico in a town that was the same as my last name. I was in Hobbs, New Mexico. Then I went out to uh, Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. If you get to do youth ministry on a resort island oh do it like word. that that's it's amazing why'd you leave because of a woman Aww. uh and the good news is i married her so <laughs> it was worth go. it but that is who we are we we are an incredible uh group of guys at least i that's actually rather self-serving we're incredible hey. uh but and good looking yes wow. trust us <laughs> that's why we're on a podcast and not the television we have over 40 years, actually, of youth ministry between the three of us. However, as I said, most of this podcast is not even going to be necessarily us as much as the guests that we interview, and we're really excited about it. But there is a heart that all three of us share that youth ministry can be a very lonely thing, and we just don't think it's supposed to be like that, and that we don't think it has 
has to be like that. But we want to speak to the people that are doing it and just kind of saying, I really want to get better at this. We want to inspire you. We want to encourage you. And uh, we want to help equip you for some stuff that might be coming down the road that we know about that that you may not see coming yet. Or more importantly, uh, our guests see coming that we didn't even know is coming. One thing I want to ask uh, while we have the three of us here. So let's start with John. What are some of the things you're passionate about in youth ministry? What What do you bring to the table? I think one of the, the parts of youth ministry I'm very passionate about is the teaching side. I have a terminal case of nerd. Nah. I'm going to die from it at some point. Nerd. So the right. idea that right. the next generation needs to learn how to think better about the faith, that's an idea that keeps getting to me because I think we're at a, a time when people are tired of bumper sticker slogans. They're tired of statements that are bite-sized. And I think people are ready to see how robust the faith is. And unfortunately, we don't really share a robust faith with the next generation. Hmm. So I want to be on the forefront of helping that to happen. I like it. Very cool. That's a great yeah. answer. What about you, Johnny? Oh, I... <laughs> so one thing I really care about, uh, I've done clueless, directionless youth ministry before. Crushed and, um, it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was awesome. Because <laughs> I didn't know any better. I thought the whole basis was love kids, love Jesus. It's all good, bro. But over time, just being shown how to be intentional. Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I want to encourage other youth leaders to switch to intentional youth ministry. Make it a craft. We got kids' lives at stake, folks. That's why you're listening to this. You even talk about, I really like this, the the art, the art of ministry. Yes. And that it is an art and it is a craft and you have Mm -hmm. to hone it. Yeah. Uh, And and I'm I'm excited to hear uh, your insights into that throughout this season and beyond. For myself, the one thing I somehow got done was I got a book published. I'm very, very proud of it. It is kind of funny. It's actually a book about youth ministry failures. Uh, I jokingly talked about that. I love I love the art of storytelling. I am, I am a storyteller. Uh, I have to edit these podcasts down because I'm long-winded and I always share far too many details. But the, the interesting thing is that... The stories that I also tend to like to hear are failure stories. If you go to these youth ministry conventions, there's almost always at least one or two tables uh, where they're just sharing the I should have been fired stories. Mm. And I remember just thinking like, man, I'd love a book of that. Like just the what's the I should have been fired stories. To say I wrote the book is a little bit inaccurate. I'm technically speaking the general editor. So it's actually a collection of youth ministers from around the country. And they are really interesting of just ways that people screwed up. I learn more hearing from people about when they were oh, at their lowest, but then seeing how God redeemed it. And so to me, that is a reflection of what we're trying to do here is saying, hey, even at your lowest point, just know I- I've been that low or maybe even lower and God redeems it. God uses it. It's absolutely incredible. What we are hoping to accomplish with this podcast is to pull together as many resources as possible to offer a legitimate contribution to the field of youth ministry. The three of us, again, have about 40 years of total youth ministry work, and we are at that point in our lives where we have the ability to share some of the wisdom. And what what I would even say more is we're trying to get people on here way smarter than us. We're going right. to be talking to them. Right. We're going to let right. them have the floor because uh, we're just going to sit here at their feet and we're going to learn alongside of everyone. I think that's the biggest thing is we're inviting people into our adventure into trying to find people to, to teach us. And we just thought maybe we'd grab a microphone and let others listen in. Exactly. I, I, I think mm-hmm. that's going to be huge. Let's go to school. 
So, so we hope cool. that we hope that you're on board for this adventure with us. We hope that it's something you find great, and that we hope it's something that you also share with others. I want to make sure I say, please visit our website, j3youthministry.com. Follow us on Twitter at j3youthmin, and you can email us, j3youthmin at gmail.com. We, we want your feedback. We want to hear from you. You are very much a part of this, and, and we're pretty excited. So I am Jonathan Hobbs. I'm Johnny Radcliffe. And I'm John Chafee. And this is the J3 Youth Ministry Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the J3 Youth Ministry Podcast. Topics discussed. We'll discuss the topics discussed, and then we'll discuss, and then you'll be disgusted. Ah, so I think that's it. I think that's I solid. Think you nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> I think you nailed it.